0: Welcome to the Trial Better podcast series. This week, we'll discuss modern data architecture, the challenges of data integration, and the future of artificial intelligence in clinical trials. Join our host, Drew Bustos, and featured guest, Dr. Prakritaswar Santakari, and stay tuned to Trial Better.
1: Welcome to the Trial Better podcast series. We're delighted that you're joining us today. I am Drew Busas and I lead business intelligence product management at ERT. And with me today to discuss the role of modern data architecture is Dr. Santakari, Vice President and Global Chief Data Officer at ERT. Santi is a data evangelist, an accomplished technology executive with over 20 years of experience, and he's earned a Ph.D. in computer simulation from Indian Institute of Science and postdoctoral research at the University of Michigan. Now, Santi speaks regularly. He is published. He's covered everywhere, and he travels all over the world speaking regarding these topics. Welcome, Santi. Now, please tell us about your role at ERT.
0: Thanks, Drew. My role at ERT is driving data strategy, analytic strategy, AI strategy, and cloud strategy. I am the chief data officer that oversees the strategy and execution of these various pillars of our strategy.
1: It's exciting, it's an exciting time. We know that sponsors and CROs are facing increasing data integration and data quality challenges while conducting their studies. Study protocols are becoming more complex due to regulatory demand that requires you to collect even larger data sets across multiple endpoints. So it's no wonder why we're struggling just to keep up with this exponential data growth in life sciences. Santi, what are the emerging trends in data architecture and data technologies in the clinical and healthcare industry?
0: Data architecture is evolving very fast because of not only the data volume, but also data variety and data veracity. So it's the big data problem that requires different kinds of tools and technologies. That's why we are building all our platforms on the cloud. That way we can build platforms at scale and also employ uh, newer technologies as business problems demand. And uh, to that end, we are employing AI tools and technologies. We are using different types of Big data technologies, different backends, not only SQL databases, but also no SQL databases. So we are fit for purpose. If a business requires certain technologies to be employed, we are ready to employ those technologies, including cloud.
1: That's great. So a lot of exciting parts moving in our industry. What are some of the data architecture challenges?
0: the data architecture challenges are too many one of the big challenges that we are solving as part of building our data platform is dealing with uh, data integration from data from various vendors from various systems and also bring that data in one place in a common way for consumption. It's uh, easier said than done because these vendors and their technologies, they don't uh, cooperate. So there is no standard per se. Then we deal with not only structured data, we also deal with unstructured data and binary data. So when we try to bring all these into one place, such as in our case Enterprise Data Lake, the architecture challenges get compounded. Another big challenge is making that data available real time for analytics, for reporting, you name it. And the third big challenge is uh, employ modern artificial intelligence techniques on top of these integrated data sets. So it requires a very platform-centric approach, and which uh, my office has undertaken.
1: What are some of the products that your team is building?
0: The data products that uh, we are building, uh, it all starts with integrating the data. So we are building a data platform at scale in the cloud. Uh, We call it operational data store that brings all internal and external data set in, in one place. We are also building master data management. Because that ties everything together. And then overall, since we are dealing with not only structured data, but also unstructured and binary data, we are also building an enterprise data lake.
1: Yeah, I've heard about data lakes for, for many years. And uh, so, Santi, what are the challenges in implementing a data lake architecture in healthcare?
0: The primary challenge in implementing a data lake architecture in healthcare uh, has to do with making sure the data platform is architected with data security, data privacy, and data protection in mind, while enabling real-time data transmission, collection, ingestion, and integration at scale. Not to mention, challenges in dealing with unstructured and binary data in the data lake cannot be underestimated. From the data lake architecture perspective, supporting both batch and real time data integration and business intelligence are a real practical challenge. Making integrated data available to all constituents in a self service manner is another big challenge.
1: So, everything that you're saying, Santi, seems to indicate that integrating data is complex. Is that, can you elaborate a little bit more on that?
0: Yeah, just to give you an example, uh, let's say a a given clinical trial on an average uses 6 to 12 vendors on an average. Sometimes it can go as high as 20 even. And a clinical trial also gathers not only structured data, but also unstructured data, like data from documents, data from images, data from you name it. All kinds of data sources that a clinical trial needs to get data from. Now, as a data platform group, we are on the hook to bring all these different disparate data into one place and one system. While it works very well within the confine of that system, but when you ask that system to work with another system, that's where the problem arises. Because they were built in silos, they were built at different times by different R&D teams, by different product management teams. So as a data integrator, we always face those data integration challenges because their semantics don't match, their meanings don't match, their volume don't match. So that's basically uh, where the problem arises.
1: Very interesting. Now, you also mentioned master data management as one of the products your team is building. So how did your team architect the master data management for this new data platform?
0: Great question. A Master data management is the glue, as I mentioned, uh, that, that binds um, all the disparate systems together and it is the key architectural component of our overall data architecture foundation. Our enterprise Data Lake is a consumer to our MDM platform which collects all master entities such as study, site, patient, sponsor, customer etc from all of our operational and transactional systems and masters them in real-time using sophisticated matching and merging algorithms, metadata management, and semantic matching. We also have data stewards from business uh, side, from product management group, who oversees manual matching and merging, data quality related issues, and own data from business ownership and accountability point of view. We have also created a data governance council that is cross-functional in nature. This council draws data expertise from across the organization, not just from R&D. MDM is is a strategic initiative within our company, as is our enterprise Data Lake. This Data Lake platform serves up all business intelligence reporting, analytics, and AI across the entire company, across all business lines, enabling us to create smart data products and opening up new revenue channels for the company.
1: Now, we've heard about artificial intelligence for a number of years. So where are we now in terms of the state of artificial intelligence in healthcare? And what are some of the benefits that can be derived from AI in clinical trials?
0: Artificial intelligence may be a buzzword, but it is certainly not a new phrase in the industry. Uh, It has been around since mid 1950s, believe it or not. It underwent what is called winter AI. Nothing moved in between about 30 years. In my experience, uh, I have employed AI while I was leading the data engineering group at eBay, for example, even before that. So to me, it's not new. What is new, however, is employing those techniques within the confine of clinical trials. Because as you know, Drew, uh, this particular industry is very compliance-focused, very uh, regulatory-focused. So it takes time for newer, more cutting-edge technologies such as AI to become mainstream. However, things are changing and changing very fast. There are a slew of startups, for example, that are focusing exclusively on employing AI to accelerate drug discovery and increase increase clinical trial efficiency. Companies such as ERT are employing AI techniques to transform clinical trial industry as well. Predictive algorithms are being employed to predict clinical trial risks, which patients are likely to drop out of trials which patients are likely to be non-compliant with the study protocol. We are also doing chatbots and voice bots that are being used to improve patient engagement and quality of data collection during the course of a clinical trial. We are also tackling manual over-read process through employing image recognition technique including unsupervised neural network. These are some of the very early examples that are
1: going to really transform the clinical trial industry using AI. So where do you think AI will go over the next five years in the clinical trials industry?
0: I expect a a major shift in strategy over the next few years when it comes to pharma embracing AI. It has already begun. ERT, for example, is disrupting clinical trials using AI related to centralized trial monitoring, risk indicator analysis, image analysis. Conversational AI on the other hand is another area where AI techniques are being employed in areas of patient engagement. Precision medicine is another area where AI has a huge potential to disrupt. From an operations point of view, ERT is employing for example chatbot and voicebot to streamline internal customer care efficiency as well.
1: Well, that wraps up today's podcast on the role of data architecture and clinical trials. Our expert, Santi, shares some great insight on how today a modern data platform can be utilized by life sciences companies to streamline data collection, aggregation, and clinical reporting and analytics. And looking to the future, how artificial intelligence and machine learning presents a great opportunity for cutting-edge technologies, to make data aggregation and analytics more intelligent. Thank you, Santi, for joining us today and to our listeners for tuning in. Please be sure to share today's podcast and visit www.trialbetter.com.
0: Special thanks to this week's host, Drew Bustos, and our featured guest, Dr. Santacari, for your discussion on the future challenges and opportunities in clinical trial data. To our listeners, thanks again for joining us. If you heard something you like, please shoot us a message at trialbetter@ert.com or leave us a comment below. We'd love to hear from you. And don't forget to join us for the next edition of Trial Better.